previously on follow the leader i think at some point she hears a vague whisper it doesn't call her name it just says speaker who do you speak for i speak for those who do not have a voice or a mouth but i see you have both i have many things if you come closer i can show them to you no i've gotten quite a feel for them already i think that's a pity I would love to know you better. You would have to try harder than that. And there's just like a little chuckle. And she says, Give me a little time. I'm not quite myself yet. But I will be. I don't know if I'm afraid of that or not. Whether or not you need to be afraid is entirely up to you. I know. It is the others that I am worried about. Always the others. They all come to me in time. There's no need to fear for them. I'm not in any position to pay unpaid debts of my superiors, but if you happen to need the services of the last mage of Anakar, my name is Marius, thank the gods for small favors, and if you ask anyone here where the library is, they can point you my way. The debt was mine to pay, little wizard. But I'll keep that in mind. My name is Steady as it goes. If it comes, it will come. And I am here to kill death. Violet is her capital H Herald. She's probably fairly close to what Sable was for Afiel, but for a goddess of death, which is very weird to think about. But, you know, even the goddess of death has to have her paladins. Last time we saw her, she was in the tunnels underneath the city of Gauls, and she had a conversation with every. And now this is Sable seeing her. And I think she's out of the tunnels. Because I think this is at the point where the storm is really starting to set in, and the sky is really starting to get dark. Because when Sable crosses paths with Violet, and the viewer can see Violet from far, very far away, because she's illuminated, but in a way that doesn't feel good. Like, it's a very cold light. She is, she's the herald. She is her herald. So you see her, you know she's, you know that she is not far behind. Do you think we still have the opportunity to stop any of this to make a difference yes it'll be a chess game we have to the the moves have to be made there's multiple paths that you can take to assure continued survival or even victory it's playing cards right it's playing the pieces right how many more times must we make these sacrifices not you we the rest of us so we're like arches and eyebrow is like i didn't say anything about sacrifices do you think we could get away without that you in a perfect world potentially mm. but you have to remember you're not necessarily the conductor of this symphony no my responsibility is the city and the people within it and sometimes chess pieces must be sacrificed for that to happen so I have made the reason for my presence here 
very clear. I am here to make it that the one who waits does not get as much satisfaction out of it as she once did. I'm here to teach death a lesson. <laughs> and I believe our good wizard here has a similar desire. This is another another sequence where it's like Marius we see Marius snapping their fingers a couple of times and I think maybe the presence of like Every's flames makes it a little harder for the darkness to catch, but we see those sparks of void on their fingertips until they're finally able to get a good clean snap. There's just darkness, and I think in the darkness, you hear, you know how, like, when you get close to a building, like, the quality of sound changes? Mm -hmm. Like, almost immediately, the sound of the rain changes as the, the temple, like, just appears. And Marius says, I've never been inside, but I know. With the heart of a scholar, I know that this is where answers lie. Every walks in. We now return to a game already in progress. Okay, so for scene type, I've got the nine of spades uh, touching the veil, and it's an ensemble scene. So that's just kind of perfect for where we are right now. And the location uh, is the Queen of Clubs. Uh, in the wilds, deep and dark. Yes, cards. <laughs> yes. And Queen oh is in the world. Oh so my guys, God. we're starting this pickup. Real strong. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my word. Okay. So we're all inside this temple. Yeah, we're inside the temple now, right? Yes. I think we're inside. Yeah, I think this is still inside the temple. Oh, uh, what if? Okay, here's my pitch. Um, Given the nature of whose temple we've been talking around, whose temple this is, what if once we're all in there, the place itself sort of shifts to be somewhere else. So that's that truly being in the wilds, deep and dark. Like we realize it doesn't sound like we're indoor in, indoors anymore. Mm. We don't know where we are because it's fucking dark. Like when you walk into a space that you expect to be enclosed uh, and like we expect to be like surrounded by like the stone temple and mm. then just like the sound of our footsteps change and it becomes yes. like huge and open. Mm -hmm. Like we're in a courtyard now? Proposition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when the peony had been in the temple previously, there'd been creeping vines trying to take over the place. What if, like, it's covered yeah. in those creeping vines as it opens up? I love... Okay, who else here has played Nier Automata? Nope. 
Okay. I'm familiar with like, aspects of it. That's a no. big silence. So there is, when you go to the, the ruined kingdom um, where all the androids are, or the, sorry, the machines, and it's just like these huge towering structures in this like giant forest, but all the structures have been like toppled down and there's just like green has overclaimed everything because it's like far enough in the future after the humans have been all destroyed that like the forest just takes back over. But it's like this really gorgeous, like lush, verdant place opposed to like the controlled decline of the city where you first start out in and there had been like fields in the city and like the buildings were toppled but the forest itself has like completely reclaimed what was left of like this giant massive castle and you can like run around all these different like tall pillars and there's just like moss and vines growing all over them and so I like that it's like it's still in the dark and we can't see it but it's like it shifts so the tone is now outside and the air is open but Mm -hmm. then also like you get the sense of like the vines have like grown up and around the remains of like the bones of the temple and have reconstructed it into something else Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's such a cool reflection of like the tall boy's rib cage on the beach as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and that whole mm-hmm. mo- repeating motif of the bones of places. Yeah. Hell yeah. Is it, is it bright mm-hmm. here? Can we see? At the, well, it was dark, mm. except for Steady's eyes and Every's hands being mm-hmm. aflame. So maybe it is like that the light the two of them are producing is starting to spill out. And by virtue, like, Maybe that's what it's just like this way that well we're not where we're supposed to be because there's a light source. Maybe that's what kicks this off. Mm-hmm. I throw this over to Marius, who you know <laughs> has opinions about well everything, but you know. Yeah. God. I know what you're planning for this motherfucker. You go. You go. You live. Your, <laughs> you live in your truth, August. I just. I think it's. I think it's a little too soon to live my truth, but okay. I think. Marius does like the curiosity takes over so like there's not really any sense of self-preservation as Marius like immediately starts heading towards the light source and like just kind of looking around and taking in what they see and I'm wondering if it's too cliche for them to just be kind of muttering stuff like you know this is fascinating (laughs) (laughs) But um, they're heading towards the light source if anybody wants to try to stop them from walking directly into, like, the bobber on an anglerfish at the moment. When they were first starting to approach, like, the peony had held out her hand for Marius. It might be she reaches out and grabs onto their elbow to stop them. Being like, okay. (laughs) Don't, (laughs) no. All right. (laughs) I think it's like snapping them out of a trance almost and they they kind of like their head snaps to to look at the peony but like then their expression softens a little bit and it's just like this place is interesting to say the least. This place is dangerous so watch your step. I like the thought given that the problem is is the end of the world and what this temple is to. Maybe there's something on the walls behind the vines telling like a Ragnarok-esque tale of how she who is so desperate to consume everything will do so like it's a take on what the end of the world could look like mm-hmm. which is interesting given the fact that the last end of the world didn't involve her at all yeah. she's a little upset about that <laughs> I, yeah, I bet personal. she's not super pleased about that 
which makes the fact that there's a bunch of vines here in this temple to her just extra. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sable is holding Every's hand, the one, if not both of them, what the one that's on fire. Both hands are on fire. Yeah, so Sable is holding Every's flaming hand. That sounds, hmm. It's weird. It's a weird phrase. I won't judge. I won't, I won't disagree. It's very good from both a literal and a figurative standpoint. And is just reading this, just completely stone-faced. I think as uh, you're like reading it, some of the vines shift as though they're they're letting you read the story at their pace. The page is turning. Mm. Oh, I love that. And maybe even the sound of the leaves on the vines rustling is like that of the leaves of a book turning. Mm-hmm. This is after that thing with with Steady and Every. I guess Every is with is with Sable now. So Steady it just kind of goes over Sable's shoulder and like squints at the hieroglyphs and scripture and stuff and says, "Well, that's not going to happen." <laughs> do do we hear a chuckle? Oh yeah, yes. Please, August, are you you're the one asking this question? <laughs> I mean, you I'm know just... the answer. I just, I just want to make sure we're all on board with the fact that she's there. she's entertained. Oh yeah. Oh please, she's the most entertained. Look who just wandered into the palm of her hand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really want to paint the picture, and I think this is actually something that every finds because, of course, what this is just this depiction of these black, well, these dark tendrils, and maybe they're in a different stone to the rest of the design. Of this, like. This black stone that maybe doesn't reflect the light in the way the rest of the stonework kind of does. And it's these tendrils like choking the sun itself. I love it. I think uh, Perihelia comes up and puts her hands on her hips as she reads the inscriptions and like looks and makes sure that everyone has already read them that needs to read them. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and then lifts up a hand that coats itself with molten, like, fire and just starts scraping it off. I love her so much. The vines, like, hiss and dissolve into, like, oily black smoke. Anything that's written can be unwritten. I think there's another laugh and just a whisper, these things are written in bones themselves. You cannot erase me. Bones are the easiest thing to break. I, I was just about to have Sable say something similar to that. So nice. <laughs> I think every, just because I don't know whether they have heard her, her and hearing her voice, like they are just not quite like full on paralyzed in fear or I don't think fears. It's not fear, but it's something. And they're just like mm -hmm. completely almost not quite catatonic, but definitely just like. I think shell-shocked, actually, is the best way to describe it. Ooh, oh. oh, their hands go out. They've been on fire this whole time, but hearing her voice, they go out. Oh, I want Sable to say a thing here, but I don't know what. I think at Perihelia, saying the thing about the bones, she just says, and I will break yours, and you will thank me for it in the end. Over my dead body. I think Perihelia just crosses her arms. And, and scowls the only you know the last thing because you can tell like the voice is receding as though beckoning further in gladly so he says well she's still hiding in the shadows but 
Uh, at least she seems to be welcoming this. Hey, Meb, can the peony find Nid every in this moment while this talk of bone breaking is merrily happening? I, or maybe I feel like every goes to her because I've just mm-hmm. remembered a conversation that the two of them had forever ago. We had that conversation, and this is me, Jade, saying, because uh, they yeah, had yeah. that conversation about being like full of holes or like a wind chime. Right. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. And like every just feeling like stuff was rattling around inside them and they couldn't make sense of it because there was too much missing. And they say to her quietly, I don't like the answers. I don't know if I want to be whole if that is what it means. And she'll reach up and cup their cheeks with her hands. And she'll say, you don't have to if you don't want to be. If presented with the answer that you don't like, you can just say no and write a new one. Can I? Yes. That's the joy of it. In the background, Perihelia is like using her, like a molten finger to scratch. We kick her ass. On the, on the, <laughs> draws a middle finger. Yeah. It's like a kind of like, as a kind of very literal kind of parallel to this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Sable, I think, looks at Avery and says, she may be welcoming us, but we won't follow tonight. All right. I think I've walked there before. But in the other direction. And I want to cut the scene there, if nobody mm. objects. Sounds good. Sable was being specifically to steady, I think, in that moment. Like, they weren't interrupting Every's conversation mm-hmm. with the peony. But, oh, oh, okay. Well, if, no, if that was the case, then I feel like, but if it's in this echoey space, yeah, then... Yeah, it's in this echoey space. I think it still works. I think the point is, is that Sable is looking at Every as they direct their words to mm. steady to be like, no, gotcha. we're not... We're not ready for this at and, all. Yeah. And every is saying to the peony in response to hearing that this is part of the answers that they know. They're figuring stuff out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. One of those good uh, cut focus scenes like they're so fond of on like, yeah, Blythe Man, like that you do the locked off so you can do different depths of focus. Just like the visual of that in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. I like camera work. It's fine. Who's next? It's me next. So let's see the way the cards fall, but I know what I want from this scene, given what happened. So you got a drama point to spend if you need to change it. Exactly. I've got the drama points to spend here and I want perfect. (sighs) Nope. The cards love me today. (laughs) Oh my God. They really do. The cards love me today. So please share with our dear listeners and our friends. The first card that I drew is the Four of Hearts, which is an interlude with the marks we leave on others. <laughs> the location being the five, right? The five of diamonds. Cracked, revealing light within, watched by something unseen. Incredible. Incredible. So. <sighs> hey, Jade. Hey, Mac. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. This is, I want to push this ahead a little bit. Not a, not a lot a bit, but like a day or two, maybe, if that's cool with folks. Because this has mm. all been happening very, very fast. Yeah, mm. I, I just wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get out once we got in. Yeah, that was 
my concern, depending on if we had been like actually transported somewhere else or if it was just the, the idea of the physical space took on a new presentation, yeah. but then it was still the same physical space. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that's how it ended up playing. And with her retreat, okay. we were able to leave again. I think that I think that there's room. I want there to be a calm before the storm here. I'm going to put calm in giant air quotes. I don't want it to be the next day because the next day is very soon, but the day after. Mm-hmm. The trouble is I don't know if Sable will start this conversation with every, but... I don't know if every will want this is this is a but and a because I don't mm-hmm. know if every wants to have this conversation if they're up for it. And Sable is trying to respect yeah. that. The truth is a hard thing to confront. The truth is a hard thing to confront. And I think Sable wants to respect that, but Sable is also concerned. I got a pitch for you. Okay. I think when Sable goes down to the beach to do uh, their morning ritual. Mm. Everybody's already there, waiting for the sun to rise. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. I think that the thing is they're not going to necessarily break from routine unless Every is the one to break it. It's just like a thing where it's like, oh, Every's here. Okay, you do your ritual. Mm -hmm. Every lets you finish. Mm -hmm. And without looking at you, they go, why do you still do it? I think what Sable says is it's the only part of them that I let myself keep after everything. I think every sort of gives like a little nod of understanding, looks at their hands, makes one ignite, snuffs it out. And they don't say anything for a little while after that. They're just sort of like trying to reconcile there's just so much going on in their head right now yeah that's really fair are they the reason you're drawn to me am i a remnant for you to hold on to and this is when they turn to look at you Mm -hmm. because that's what i am right um this is something this is something that i mac have Mm -hmm. thought about a lot in considering this relationship because that's never the way that I wanted it to come off to the no, listener. I don't think it has. Mm-hmm. Um, because what Sable is doing is Sable is thinking about it because I think Sable is blindsided because I don't think Sable actually saw this coming. Sure. But I've thought about this a lot as Jade and I have talked about this. And that's never a way that I wanted any of this to come off. But I know that that comes off in a way which is weird because it's like... I'm dating this person because they are my dead spouse, which is weird. That's 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 not and that's not what you want to hear no. from your partner, right? <laughs> like you'd never fucking want to hear that. I think Sable's already looking back at every and at the thing about the remnant, their eyes get huge because I think They've been so lost in grief for so long that they didn't even, they stopped letting themselves believe that there was any chance for Aviel's return at all. It was, an, it was a complete impossibility in any way, shape, or form. So there's a shock and surprise. And then 
a like I think there's almost a fear like they're afraid for a second that that's what's happened and then they get very still and they say absolutely not no I think there's a touch of defensiveness there but there's also this need for that to be true I mean I'm not them not really no more than a footprint left in the sand is the person that walked through it but I remember them remember being that even though I'm not I think Sable wants to reach out here and Mm. doesn't because they're afraid of the reaction Yeah, but they say there was always something about them that was untouchable and a bitter taste in the back of my mouth during the time that we spent together that it couldn't last no matter what words they ever said to me or whatever devotion and they blush a little bit there (laughs) and it was destroyed before I could really see how it could ever work and I grieved it but you're not for me to me I I told you there was nothing about you that was incomplete and that's still true you are not the footprint that they left in the sand you're not untouchable you're not you get to be whoever you want to be now you can do what you will with what you know and and i love you because of the person the the you that i know not whatever came before you or whoever came before you I don't look at you and see a ghost of somebody that I lost. I look at you and I see you for who you are. And I know that my, it might be meaningless for me to say that, but I hope that someday that you'll see that for yourself. I think they're just full on crying as, as you say this, but it's not happy tears exactly, but like there's relief there. I have a really silly romantic thing for Sable to say also, or kind of romantic, but like, like Sable says something along the lines of when I was seeing Afiel, I was theirs. And now you're here and you get to be mine. And that's very cool. Oh, no, I love that. That's great. Yeah. I think as you say that, the words inked into every skin start to disperse. just sort of like scatter shot and just like disappear into the freckles that were already there and they don't say anything but they take Sable's hands in theirs and let uh, their forehead fall against Sable's chest because they are that much taller than every and Mm. I think just the sun comes up over the two of them and just like the camera pulls back and it's that shot that's very good I like that a lot May I add a detail? Oh, yeah. The truth oh, yeah. came out. <laughs> Please, because somebody was watching that. As the the sun is rising, there's one shadow in particular that 
takes a bit longer to be driven back by the sun. Nice. Next up is the Piani. Okay, really? I don't remember whose turn it was. I was like, I was like, wait, what's the turn order? It's me. Okay. First card is Ten of Diamonds. Diamonds is an interrogation, two players. And the ten is Echoes of Ancient Battles. I think Ooh, I know who this is going to yes. be. <laughs> I to see some drama. Friend on and the then drama. The, <laughs> the location is the Queen of Spades, which is in the Shadow of Bones and at the end of the world. Ah! Please, please, can we just, I need to see some peony steady what the hell happened between these two? <laughs> Fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we all know what it's going to be. We all know who it is. Steady. We're going we're gonna to have words. You're going to get invited to tea. <laughs> How dare you dishonor tea in this way? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so would she drag him out there or would she have a reason to find him there? I think actually, I kind of, let's see, I kind of actually like this instead, because uh, we've been been using In the Shadow of Bones a lot to be at the ribcage of the tall boy. But um, In a literal I think, way, yes. In a literal way, yeah. But I think with the last time where we had the end of the world used, um, it was also in this very unseen verdant place and so i kind of like the idea of it being in the forest just kind of like further into the forest um because we had explored it a bit in the memoria game with um with the girls kind of like going around it we'd explored it a little bit with the echo game and so i kind of like it then just being the the shadow bones are just like these really tall massive trees that are still there and like have been there for as long as the peony has been around and then just like the end of the world as far as the city is concerned and it's like the outskirts of the city within the confines of this forest so kind of like taking it and like turning it on its head a little bit and so like i don't know if it's like the peony goes out there to be like, all right, well, we're going to have a secret conversation removed from where all of the kids can hear versus <laughs> <laughs> versus like if, if steady might be out there, like doing a quote unquote perimeter um, of the city within the forest, like, you know, through the forest. And she, she goes and finds him there. I don't know what vibes better with, with you, Zach. I think that steady is in the forest I think the peony here is like this resounding like boom <laughs> and comes to find Steady who has like pulled a boulder out of the ground uh-huh. and is punching it into shape. <laughs> I love him so much. Oh my God, Steady. Um, Steady. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So he is basically, he's got this big rock. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is like, like just shearing off huge sh- sections of it with his own with his bare hands, uh-huh. um, which are not bare because he's the armor is fused to his body. It's like whittling, but with a ten foot tall boulder. <laughs> Naturally, so just, like, these huge <laughs> swipes taking off chunks of it as he's like getting at something inside the a shape that has not yet been um, revealed. So she'll find him doing that. (laughs) Mm. And she just kind of looks at it and looks at him and says, are you building a monument to yourself or are you building a protector for the city? 
Ooh. There is no need for monuments to me. And it looks like the city already has protectors. As like more, uh, like, like rock crumbles away as he says, I'm building a weapon. Are you gonna... Do we need that kind of weapon? Well, in most texts, darkness must be pierced. And that's not really my thing. I don't know. I don't... (laughs) I don't think you physically have to pierce it with a giant spear of rock. It doesn't always have to be about physical brutality. If you want something to die, it does. Not like this and not with her. Do you have a strategy, oh witch? And he, like, bows. She'll, like, spread her hands before her and kind of, like, almost a benediction. But then also, like, you know, hey, look at the, like, the sort of gesture also that magicians would do type of thing. Mm-hmm. And she says, if I am indeed this witch that you think I am, then yes, I will have a little trick up my sleeve. And it does not have to be a giant 10-foot boulder. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just really caught up on the boulder. It took me by surprise. <laughs> but, <laughs> again, there are ways to dismantle her and dismantle the darkness that aren't always about violence. And I know, I know you haven't changed that much, that much. Just, and she gestures at what you're doing. The hand against the boulder. Yeah. Have you considered a different tactic for once in your life? Oh. <laughs> Stephanie, like, puts the boulder down with, like, a, a big, like, and he says, um, my tactics have served me well thus far. Do you have a suggestion or only critique? Critique enough for you for all of the years. <laughs> The city has seen, the city has risen from the bones of violence. I would see it have a peaceful end and a peaceful future. Well, it is fortunate then that the temple is outside of the city. (laughs) It is the heart of the city. Well, that's a dark heart then. I know, but I don't wish to murder it. and I don't wish to see it rendered and rent. I would see it... I would see it transformed. There is no transformation while that sadist still rules it. That is the transformation, Steady. Or can you not see that? Are you so blinded? I don't want to pull your buildings down, T-Witch. I just want to make sure that somebody who hurts people doesn't get to do it anymore. Do you want to do something with the walls and the ceilings afterwards be my guest that Ningo is not going to draw breath before I leave this city I want to put in a detail here just a tiny, tiny little atmospheric mm-hmm. detail in the distance you can hear a coyote howling or crying, I think is more accurate a term sounding like a murdered child just, just a little bit a single coyote, not a pack just mm-hmm. one Steady, can you promise me one thing, then? He looks at you and waits for you to ask him. Keep your destruction contained 
I know what you're capable of. I don't want to see anything repeated. I only have one target. You have one target and a massive amount of power between the two of you. Yeah, she sure does. Are you going to stay after you've completed your task? Or are there other villains to smite and destroy? I guess that depends on if anyone wants us here. Uh, And he looks at you and he says, I know one vote against. Don't destroy my city and maybe I'll change my mind. We'll see. We'll see runs it's like a, it's like um like when you see like those guys like doing like running those planes across a plank of wood to smooth it out except mm-hmm. it's just his hand <laughs> huge shears of rock he just oh. shakes her head <laughs> i think that ended up being close to five questions somewhere in there mm-hmm. i don't keep track <laughs> yeah. as yeah as, as steady as is building a spear yeah all right Who's next? Steady. Is it steady? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Surprise. I have drawn for location the King of Hearts. Uh, oh no, no, this is for the scene types, which is an interlude with wolves at the doorstep. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The location is a two of clubs, which is in the wild, deep and dark, bound in ivy wreath and heather so this is another interlude two players the previously established relationship i guess probably should be steady and sable okay it makes sense right yeah yeah out in the wilds so so the peony leaves (laughs) steady to his work and then i think i guess stable comes and finds him because he's just still out in the wilderness like carving a spear out of stone I don't know why, though. I don't know why Sable is coming looking for him. No? No. I don't... I really don't... Sable is is very much, right now, taking their time with all of this as much as possible. Like, they don't want to be doing this at all. So if they're going to do it, they're going to draw it out as long as possible. Mm. I think, for what it's worth, if you need some narrative reason for Sable to go looking for Steady... Every will ask them to. They're going to choose a new name, but for the sake of ease, it's still every. Because as they're learning things and remembering, remembering someone else's memories, they know the choices that Sable has made about putting away a violent life. And they know the person that Steady is. Mm -hmm. And I think what it, it is, is that they've said to Sable, you should speak to him. About what? He thinks he can't die. We both know that that's an attitude that she takes really personally. I don't think arrogance is going to help anyone. (sighs) Sable is unfortunately the wrong person to try and have this conversation with Steady because Sable literally can't die right now. Like, every time she's tried, they come back. Well, here's a fun point to consider, Mac. Given that Every is actualizing and is now very much their own person and not a remnant of Aphiel, can they still not die? I don't want to think about that, so I'm not going to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of seems like we're. In I the, close the my eyes. <laughs> but yeah. Sable, Sa- so Sable will go find Steady. 
Yeah, I feel like as Avery was maybe saying that to Sable about assuming you can't die is a bad attitude to have. They're not just talking about steady. (laughs) Well, Sable's not trying to test any theories, right? Like, they're not trying to not die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Like, they're not walking into... The whole reason why they don't want to do this is because they're like, I don't want... I don't really want to know. I don't want to like, test this. <laughs> I'm not testing it again. It. I keep finding this out because it's the thing that happens. Either way, though, they are the best person to talk to him. Yeah, fine. So Sable will go find Steady. I mean, Steady is like an a, an old friend who is gearing up to do something very crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I hope Stable would, would want to cut, like talk to him. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that's just true. forge a weapon to try kill Death herself. Yeah. So I think like I think the thing is is that Sable moves really quietly, so they just kind of like are standing there, watch watching Steady work for a while, just like leaning up against a tree with their arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Steady at this point has shaped the spear. Uh, yeah, Steady. Steady has like taken the rest of the boulder and like turned it into a table, and is using it to like make sure that it's completely straight. Just kind of like sanding it with uh, the palm of his of his gauntlet. The ultimate DIY YouTuber. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of those. <laughs> so he doesn't hear sh- uh, st- uh, Stable. Nope. Well, yeah. Well, Sable is... It's up to you whether or not Steady knows that Sable is there, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think Sable, like, watches this for a moment. Just kind of, like, sighs. And is like, what's... The, how's the... What's the way that they word it? They move around so that they're in Steady's sightline. So that steady like can like look up and see them and they say something along the lines of like so i've been reliably informed that testing immortality is a bad idea but at the same time there's no way i'm gonna be able to talk you out of doing this is there well thankfully i'm not immortal not really and i don't really want care to test that one way or the other so i will simply not die in the background the peony just rolls her eyes through sheer force of will it's skill thank you <laughs> you can hear her eye roll from space i think i think sable like raises an eyebrow and goes you're calling your avoidance of death skill now i see it is a you could say a trade that I have been honing, a craft even, as he hefts the spear. How is your theologist? I know the temple was upsetting to them. They're figuring it out. That's good. I would very much not like to leave them alone to figure it out, but at the same time, I'd be a really bad friend if I let you walk into a confrontation with death alone. Mm. Well, yes, you would be. I wouldn't begrudge you it, because you have your own things going on. But having you there would certainly help. You need people to watch your back when you're hunting dangerous game, after all. Uh, and he, like, holds the spear up. Which is, it is a ten-foot-long spear carved out of stone. It looks good, though. I mean, it's solid. It looks like it's gonna stab something, for sure. And he says, um... Thank you, though. I, If I am going to be testing my immortality, I'm glad that it will be in service 
to you and your safety. I just had a thought mm-hmm. because I realized that there is there is a way for Sable to be present with Steady without actually doing anything, without actually being physically present. There is a there is a way to keep both of their promises. I think that Sable has become akin to Divine by way of becoming a legend in some regard. And I don't think that they really have a grasp of that at all. But they are also one of the last living... Actually, I think they are the last living acolyte of Afiel. Gods don't... Gods may physically die, but I don't think they... I don't think faith disappears. But I think that Sable, like, looks thoughtfully at Steady for a moment. Hmm, I don't know how they... Okay, I think I think I know how they do this. So, so Steady is holding the spear. Is Steady holding the spear so it's, like, standing up? Uh, he was, he could be. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just trying to get the imagery and the height right in my head for this moment. So if he is holding it, like, horizontally, that's one thing. If he's holding vertically, that's one thing. It's up to you. Yeah, he, he's, like, holding it in both hands, so it's, like, kind of horizontal okay. uh, at, at an angle. So I think there is, oh, I fucking know what it is. Okay. I think what happens is Sable takes the holy symbol that's been around their neck for the last 200 years off and wraps the chain that has the ring on it around just under the head of the spear. And kind of, I I think I said it was on a chain. So Mm -hmm. it's like they get it around the, the staff as tightly as they can and it's still a little loose. And I think Sable says, it might not mean much because I don't know how much power there is left in faith, but take this piece of us with you and let it protect you and serve as a beacon to bring you back when it's all over. Because I really, really don't want this to be the last time I see your ugly mug. I love you too, Sable. Now I have to go see a wizard about some <laughs> glyphs of power. Can I add a little button on the end of this scene when you're done? I don't want to step. Sure. That was the end. I mean, I do the next. It's just he's going to go on to the next step of, of yeah. crafting the spear. I think I want one last thing for Sable to say before Steady leaves this area. I think just as Steady leaves, Sable goes. If you could try and bring the wizard back in one piece, I would appreciate it. Will do. Thank you. Sable actually kind of cares about Marius. <sighs> anyway. This button that I just want to offer up, I think once the two of them have left this space, like Sable heads back one way and obviously Steady's making his way, there is this appearance of patches of I'm leaning into a blooming heather appearing. You know, like how in um, Princess Mononoke, when the spirit of the forest steps, stuff blooms and then dies. We have that and just almost like a voice on the wind, or is it the wind itself? This hum of approval, almost. And there's just this, the scent of fire, sulfur, something like that. Ash, maybe? mixed with the scent of flowers and this sort of whispering of the wind of something among the sentiment of love and faith. I love when you can't tell the difference between the two. 
And I think there's sort of a, there's maybe like a, a stream nearby that does a little bubble gurgle that sounds like a laugh. And then, yeah, those patches sort of move through. Because if we're invoking gods, I want to invoke my one. Valid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> valid. You're valid. So Steady goes and is going to have Marius um, put some, some runes and enchantments on the spear. Because and just a stone spear isn't actually that strong, so it needs to have, like, magic on it. Sounds there. good. Inspelled. Gotta have that plus three enchantment. And a, and a divine blessing for good, for good measure. All right. So this is the last scene before the finale, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So I've got eight of hearts for my scene type which is an, another interlude, and eight is flight. Huh. Huh. But what's the Joker do for the location? The location? Yeah. So the Joker for the location is the edge of the deep. Oh, that's right. Oh. Ooh, oh, shit. So, <laughs> so is this Marius and Steady Just standing in the, the thick of it? In Hell the precipice? Yes. Incredible. Oh my Love god. We got some dope, like, mute, like, a th the theme is playing of them, you know, the, the getting into it. Yeah. Oh my god. So, this is definitely, we're, we're back in that courtyard in the temple, aren't we, where she beckoned us closer, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if she manifests, like, fully physically, but the vines look less like vines and more like just hair curling around things and we just hear her chuckling and finally she says i knew you'd be back where's the thief which one's the thief the one who stole the heart of a god <laughs> uh he looks at marius i didn't steal mine so in one way or another today you're gonna get disappointed hmm it all comes in time, I suppose. I'm patient, I can wait. And Marius, like, looks over at Steady, just kind of, like, waiting for a signal, I guess, just kind of, like, going to follow Steady's lead, but uh, they have their hands, like, kind of forward a little, almost like they're about to press up against something, and there's just a little bit of a crackle of ozone around their fingertips. Mm -hmm. Steady has a helmet on, for the first time, because this is like real shit. Uh, and he kind of looks out into the darkness and his eyes flare. And he says, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> to be the bearer of bad news, you don't have as much time as you think. And he slams down his visor <laughs> and picks up his spear. I think in the, the flash of... Steady's eyes flaring like there's a silhouette stalking closer as though it's a shadow cast by something that Steady's eyes suddenly illuminated but when the visor slams down the silhouette disappears and there's just like the rustling as like the the hair vines start like advancing towards Marius and Steady and Marius like kind of grits their teeth and mumbles an enchantment under their breath to kind of like create a shimmering shield around them for a moment. And then 
they glance at Steady again and they're like, do it now. Uh, and he does it. Can I offer you a small detail as you in that moment of that exchange? Mm-hmm. Sure. Where, Marius, you're gritting your teeth and like, uh, Steady, you're like preparing for the, like, the kill, as it were. Like, you mm-hmm. both sort of feel this almost like primal energy and that gritting your teeth becomes more like a growl as it feels like something large is with you both in that moment and is pleased with what you are mm-hmm. doing. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yes! maybe, maybe that chain around the spear's head like rattles or, or, or something. Oh, that could be there too. I, I'm also, this is somebody who also has beef with Mingle for other mm-hmm. reasons. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yes! I, He's but, yeah. <laughs> but I like that the ring glows as well like full on like ring in a forge kind of does like that dull orangey mm-hmm. glow that shows it's fucking hot yeah so there's that we get this cool like back to back like look of steady like lifting the spear over his head like a caveman about to pounce on a on a smilodon <laughs> it's very this very yeah like it's a stone spear it's it's so like it's chipped rock it is the essence of like hunter gatherer like beginning of humanity kind of shit being held by this like ancient knight uh and marius is doing their thing and you know steady like searches forward uh but this is marius's scene yeah though this is not the finale this might be like we don't see what happens next i think what happens is I agree that we don't know the final outcome just yet, but I do think that we hear shrieking and the rustling of like the hair and the rustling of feathers as the the clash is imminent. But this is also, yeah, this is the last scene. So I do think that we have to figure out with the finales how this ends up. Can I, can I spend some drama points to do a thing? Sure. I think that the reason why we don't know what happens is because somebody claps her hands over Marius's eyes and says, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> That's tasty. Ooh. Oh, um, you cheeky. Yeah, I also think it might be cool to like cut to like a large, like a huge wide shot of the temple as like birds or some like something just rises up on mass uh yeah gulls rise up on mass to like take to the sky and and scream oh what if it's a mixed flock of both gulls and crows yeah the (gasps) the crows that uh we saw previously in the the Mm -hmm. tent game yeah maybe it's like the light way the light is flickering just like in some instances it's gulls but in some they look black like crows and it's hard impossible to tell what these birds are in this moment and some of them are a weird uncanny valley mixture of both mm-hmm. um oh, yes yeah. annabelle lee has made her presence now all we need now is flaws to show up and this is just a who's who of mingles pissed off <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. The f- so the finale, uh, players take turns directing scenes. However, the order is not important. The players may decide to take turns in a random order, clockwise order, or even bid to be the next director. Just make sure everyone is involved and no one directs twice in a row. The person directing the final scene of the game is not responsible for wrapping up, up, wrapping up Love's plot ends. In fact, doing so robs the other 
players or their agencies saying 16 is no more important than 8. Uh, draw one card for each player to determine their specific finale's focus. If the joker is drawn, drawn again, amplifying the issue. Use of the card is optional and should not replace common sense. After that, these vignettes can be played in any order, and the order of events can be fluid and plastic. Uh, for each drama point a character still possesses, they narrate in turn a vignette about their character's fate and or the fate of the others, including NPCs, in relation to the story. Player may not spend more than one drama point affecting a single character other than their own. Uh, I do think Mab is going to draw the card to determine the focus of the finale, even if she then proceeds to give away all her drama points. <laughs> um, but yeah. God bless. Because oh, okay. uh, unlike Lady Winter, has has a specific kind of turn the way the events turn whereas we just have uh we just have suits on this which to be fair is also true of the other finale but ours are more a different vibe so Mm -hmm. which are going to shape how this finale looks it is a tiny five of clubs hmm oh that's fun which one is it specifically because if it's a joker oh no it wouldn't be it's it's five of clubs you did say Um, clubs is the fringe living mm -hmm. at the edges liminal and shaded perfect May I make a suggestion? Hell yes. I don't know that Steady and Marius know what actually happened. I think that they wake up outside the temple. Like, one moment they're in the thick of it, and the next moment they are outside the temple, and the sun is shining, so the temple isn't there. Hmm. But the spear is gone, and there's still the scent of ozone. But... They're alive. They're both alive, which is surprising. That was the first one, and now we all can just spend drama points to do vignettes of what this finale looks like. I know what I'm spending my last drama point on. My eyebrows have gone up. (laughs) (laughs) And so these are just all vignettes. Yeah, and these can people can go in any order. Time is now elastic. So I think my first vignette is Marius going back to or having gone back to their library and their hands are shaking as they pull out a quill and some parchment and start writing down everything they can remember about what happened so they can try to piece together what uh what's missing in their memory and try to like just keep a record of the past while for later study i think steady also alive wakes up in the forest kind of confused because there are some questions that need answered because either we succeeded or we didn't and if we did then who is now on the throne of the temple that you can only see at night because gods don't die not in the same way. And that power doesn't go away. It just changes hands. Uh, I think for the peonies first one, it is that morning, the morning of, morning after, however you want to term it. And it's a repeat of like the visuals of when she had uh, the tea with with the ghost. And so there's her sitting there overlooking the city and she has the other cup of tea next to her and is just holding on to hers and is just watching and looking at the the dregs of her teacup and doing a little tea witch 
reading and sort of doesn't quite like frown at what she sees but does a small little like purse of her lips and considers it and then just keeps drinking her tea in in silence i think that that morning sable wakes up just before dawn looks at the sun catchers in every's window i'm just assuming they're in every's house but that's fine <laughs> looks at every asleep next to them and settles back in to get a couple more hours of sleep hmm. Hmm. so i've got a another little scene mm-hmm. vignettes are technically supposed to be one character but eh. screw it death of the author <laughs> death um, of the author no gods no masters no gms I we think... just killed god it's fine yeah marius goes back with steady maybe the next day or a couple of days later after they've had a chance to like rest up goes with steady to the site of the temple that you can only see in the dark and uses their shadow casting to cloak them in darkness so they can try to get to the temple to investigate but they find that the temple is no longer there (laughs) this vignette is every doing the neighborhood cryptid slash batman thing perched on a tower in fact this might be the one with the lightning rod the uh a certain smart mouthed engineer installed because i'm interweaving our timelines like a champ just looking out over the sea and the city watching the sun as it slowly moves towards is it the mountain that isn't really there and i think i look more rested than they ever have on camera because one of the defining things about everything they always look very tired and that they've recovered from being ill not very long ago like that kind of look but in this moment they look peaceful and as the sky sort of changes color around them the camera sort of like slowly moves them close enough and you just hear them say under their breath to themselves more than anything else she is not your only release and smiles and is taking and this is where they decide on their new name from earth and air and sky or mayst you speak of love to me and they just go by sky i love them so much (laughs) i also have an idea for another vignette that is sort of like oh just a visual i guess which is what a vignette is because i just want to have this visual of uh sky and perihelia sat together talking Mm-hmm. and enjoying each other's company and she's clearly telling them a story and like they finish it together and then they're smiling actually like steady walks in and they both look at steady and both start laughing really hard and then there's clearly like they're refusing to tell him what they were just talking about but just th- that good sort of vibe just like what am i the punchline of and <laughs> you'll never know <laughs> Some very, some very good sibling energy here. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Study doesn't really even mind. <laughs> yeah, and I guess Steady doesn't leave the city of Gauls, at least not immediately. Well, it wasn't destroyed, so I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I care about: is the teacher's forgiveness. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe heard about this weird egg that's going to hatch. Wants to see what the fuck's going to happen. Oh. I'm curious about this egg, for sure. 
um, <laughs> as yeah, as as we see Steady kind of going around and getting to know the people of the city of Goals and meeting all those rambunctious kids that live at the peony's house. <laughs> but you know, uh, Steady using his incredible strength to help build things instead of tearing them down. Oh, I love him. Mm. Like, um, you know, uh, someone's stilt house, like, like some, like a cart comes and sideways someone's stilt house and one of the stilts falls down and said, he just holds it up while they're <laughs> putting a new, uh, found a new pillar underneath it. I love this riff of like beating swords into plowshares. So it's just like using my very strong arms <laughs> to lift the heavy <laughs> thing. By incredible super strength. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I do not have two more things, so I'm just going to use one one more token. But the the last scene that I want for the peony is also it eventually is going to be her going to Marius and sitting down with them and talking. Um, and so it's like it's not like the actual conversation that you get to hear, but it's her inviting them to her tea shop and just talking to them about you know who knows what but it is probably just like trying to figure out where they're at and if they're okay and stuff like that and um so just kind of like a really like silent overhead view of that conversation taking place or like knowing that it's taking place type of thing and Mm -hmm. her being like it's okay we're here for you support circle you know (laughs) because it's something that they didn't have definitely or didn't take advantage of love it and they do definitely like they do definitely come to the tea shop and i think the peony finds that they prefer the stronger more earthy teas mm-hmm. with no sugar <sighs> so mac i think that's you so i think what happens this is a few this is some time later some time has passed and I think Sable has been Sable has been hanging out with the kids, the teens, the teens more. We had that great scene with Sable and Theo during the This Town is Full of Monsters game. And I think that Sable is hanging out with the teens more. Uh, Sable has been splitting their time between their place and Sky's place because, I said this before, uh, it is important to have space separate from your partner, your theologist. So they go back to their place and... They're kind of, like, puttering around, and when they go to turn on the lamp, or the light, the there's a lamp now! A <laughs> there's electricity! Underneath the lamp is a ring. A, a, a familiar ring to them. And they look at it. It's their old holy symbol, but it's completely corroded and sticky to the touch as they go to pick it up. And when they pick it up, they just get the deepest, most foreboding sense that something is horribly wrong. And they drop it and they run. And the last shot that you see is them banging on Marius's door, demanding to be let in. Where inside, Marius is waking up with a bloody nose and a black eye, having been punched in the face in a dream. My final scene... For dear old Marius is they are waking up from a different nightmare. This is a little bit after Sable came knocking. And this nightmare 
involved being caressed by long black hair. And they wake up. It's close enough to the time where they normally wake up anyway, so they start getting ready. And as they're getting ready, they notice in the mirror that there's just a single thread of black hair at their temple. <laughs> You've heard of going gray. Now get ready for going <laughs> black. We did a heckin' story. Yeah. I guess we sure did. We maybe killed a god. Oh, did we? Or or did we absorb a god? Absorb a god. Uh, maybe we'll find out at some point. I don't know. Stay tuned to the next adventures of the City of Girls. Yeah, let's do a heckin' outro. Let's do a heckin' outro. Let's do an outro. Uh, so I've been August. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. You can find the games I've written at HarpyDora.itch.io. You can find the podcast on Twitter at FTLCast, FTLCast.com, or Patreon.com slash FTLCast. And playing with me today has been Jade. Hi, hello. I continue to be Jade. If you want to share with me your feelings about this game, about our characters, about, you know, whatever thing, we have our fan Discord. It would be really great if you wanted to come along and chat us. Please validate us. We are simple creatures. We, 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 we need we need the praise plus we crave plus. that sweet sweet validation we, we crave some we crave some validation um but yeah uh, thank you for listening to us and there's also been Mac I've been Mac uh you can find me on the internet at Citadel of Swords uh wherever you get good games uh that's itch and twitch and twitter and tumblr if you really want to every time we play in the city of gulls I want to write a setting pack for it and I keep restraining it with this urge and I don't know how long I am going to be able to restrain this so maybe who knows I th- I we'll see sh- I think you should do it uh, it's I mean obviously I'm not one of the people with major authorship over it but I think you should do it yeah communal project will Listen, write it. if 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 I get the permission from the people that I co-created it with I will do it but I want to make sure because it's not just a me thing so mm. and uh with me today has also been Mab. Hi, I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Patreon at Little Lady Mab doing shenanigans and playing with us also. And lastly, but certainly not least, has been Zach. Well, I've been Zachary Fredrickson. Uh, I can be found at Obfuscating God on Twinter Twinter. At Obfuscating God on Twitter and my music for the show, for others, and for myself can be found at iambugbear.bandcamp.com. Let us clap.
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!